0: Aloha and good morning or good afternoon or good evening, depending where you are. My name is Jürgen Steinmetz, joining you from Livestream.travel and Etobu News in Honolulu, Hawaii. Uh, today is Sunday, January 31st, and we'll be talking about the Caribbean. Uh, with me is uh, Peter and, um in, for, for, uh, I'm in College Station, I'm sorry, in Texas, and Coyote. Early in the morning in Hawaii. <laughs> in early in the morning. Just got my Starbucks. But uh, before we uh, start, I wanted to welcome and introduce the honorable minister, Edmund Bartlett from Jamaica. Um, the minister has been outspoken many times in the world, has been leading his global initiative um, in regards to safety and security, the Global Resilience Center. And uh, also is minister probably through the worst challenge anyone can imagine for a country in the Caribbean because Jamaica and many other countries also St. Kitts where Coyote is from is dependent in a lot of ways, I think, on travel and tourism. So uh, so recently the Canadian government, just two days ago actually, uh, put additional restrictions on travel to the Caribbean. As a matter of fact, they're discouraging travel to the Caribbean and make it literally impossible what again cuts a good percentage of the market for some of the destinations in the Caribbean. And um, Minister Bartlett will give his point of view from the Jamaica perspective. And please listen to the Honorable Minister.
1: It's always a difficult response to make when countries have to take hard decisions with regards to their own border management as a key tool of managing the pandemic. Um, The the unintended consequence of these measures, of course, are that small economies such as ours that are highly tourism dependent um, are hurt, and hurt badly. Uh, So we're looking at a a cessation of flow from Canada into the Caribbean, uh, where the Canadian market represents you know, pretty close to 20% of the flow in the areas, including Mexico and the Dominican Republic. In the case of Jamaica, it's about 15% of of our visitor flow. So it it, it means a lot to us, and and it's very painful. In fact, what it is suggesting is that we've lost the winter season completely, which is the strongest period for foreign exchange generation for countries like Jamaica. And the the result, of course, is going to be a sum of great discontent. Uh, you know, as we struggle to see how these borders can be reopened and cause some movement of traffic in our area, um, the, the 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 ability of many countries to survive this difficult period is is a question. Uh, I think, fortunately for Jamaica, we we are in a better f- financial position to to sort of weather through and and be be still there for 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 the global community after you know summer and into winter 21 22 but how many other countries can and particularly those in in the caribbean area the smaller uh, countries that have less resources and whose reserves are even less so these are hard difficult positions but we recognize that it is the right of countries to make strong decisions in relation to their own management of the the pandemic and and to safeguard themselves and their citizens. Uh, That right, we can't deny. We only uh, indicate that the uh, the unintended consequences of these decisions are painful.
0: All right, we're back after hearing from the Honorable Minister Bartlett from Jamaica and thank you for participating. I'd like to give the microphone to Peter Talo, our co-host in
2: College Station, Texas. Good morning or good afternoon, Peter. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Um, I think Minister Bartlett's statement was really important, as many people know. Uh, of course, the United States is the number one provider of tourism to the Caribbean, but Canada is a major contributor to the uh, economic well-being of, Canada, uh, of the Caribbean, and so the Canadian decision has made life a lot more difficult for the Caribbean countries. But there's a second side to that, because not only is it that um, Canada is now making very, almost impossible to travel to the Caribbean, um, should you get to Canada, they're going to make it as difficult for you to get back. And of course, one of the things in the Caribbean, and that's what we're going to now discuss, is the other side of the coin, When you get to the Caribbean, in many of the places, you have to also isolate. You have to go into quarantine. And so we have with us um, a really um, interesting person. He's been studying in Jamaica. I think he just got his master's degree. He'll correct me if I'm wrong. His name is Coyote Sutton. We have been friends for a while. Um, We've never really had the opportunity to meet each other in person, but we are uh, virtual friends via the internet and uh, WhatsApp. And Coyote has been studying in Jamaica and just got home to St. Kitts and Zappo. He's in 14 days of quarantine. So he's home, but he's not really home. And so I'd be really interesting to hear what it's like for you, Coyote, trying to you're you're almost home. Tell us about your quasi-arrival home into St. Kitts. Yeah, and maybe before um,
0: we start, maybe we can explain St. Kitts. There are a lot of listeners all over the world here, in many countries of the globe, maybe you can start in telling us
2: where St. Kitts is. Yes, and where it is. You know, t- okay. t- so just tell us a little bit about your country.
3: Okay, thank you very much uh, for having me here. Um, yes, indeed, uh, we have met, but yet we have not met, that is with yes. Dr. Othello. Uh Of course, you know, uh, virtual uh, cooperation, coordination is a way of uh, the, the world from 2020. So I guess it's, it's, you know, I can say it's in place. Now, um, I must state though that I am, I don't, I'm not an authority to speak on behalf of the government. I'm not an authority to speak on behalf of the tourism uh, industry here, but I am a citizen of St. Kitts and Nevis. And like Dr. Tyler said, I've been studying in Jamaica now for well over a year And after my studies, I I left for Jamaica uh, in 2019 and the whole of 2020 I was in Jamaica when the um, pandemic started. Now coming back home after the pandemic, after completing my studies and pandemic in place, uh, is a totally different experience. I am home, but yet too far from home. Um, Preparing to come home was really a challenge. You had to go online to fill out certain uh, immigration forms and custom forms and also to get permission to return home. I had to get permission to return home to my country. So without that approval, I could not board the aircraft. The airlines would not allow me to board. So all that said, uh, I got um, a negative COVID-19 test. And um, op- had to upload the the tests to get an approval. Got the approval. Came home, and of course the whole you know COVID nineteen protocol that is in place. You follow it. Sanitize. You get health check, health uh, public health check at the airport, and then they have designated transports within the uh, tourism sector. So designated taxis transfer uh, individuals from. The airport to the locations for um, uh, quarantine, fourteen days quarantine, which would have been arranged pre-arranged before you you arrive on island. So I had to arrange that in addition to my travel arrangement is part of the arrangement, and I had to put down my credit card details where they're going to charge me um, over twelve hundred dollars. So I have to bear that cost personally, over twelve hundred dollars for the fourteen days which does not include feeding, it's just the room. And that does not include everything else. So the taxi now transports you to the location. And um, I was transported to Royal St. Kitts, that is where I'm at. And um, so that's where I'm quarantined. And the process is that you know you are, you are shown your room and um, you know they give you the guidelines, what, what is applicable. And you have a wristband like this, which is danger, red so nobody is to <laughs> nobody yeah. is to come in contact with me and so they show me like you know, a
2: prisoner
3: yeah it's like it's like being in prison um you know where i can go where i can't go and all that and uh, making arrangements for feeding if i want to eat at the hotel then i have to make that arrangement and pay for that extra that is not inclusive in the 1200 us dollars for the quarantine period uh if i make arrangements alternative arrangements for feeding that we also, we have to be, you know, bought by me. And then the food is going to be dropped in a particular location at the hotel. And then I'll be called from the front desk to go there and pick it up. So I have no contact, it's contactless with um, um, the rest of the populace. So families cannot see you even though you're on island, friends cannot see you even though you're on island. So it's, it's complete isolation, it's like being in prison. However, um, I understand where you know St. Kitts is coming from, but I don't know how how sustainable this is coming. This is going to be because um, you know, just driving through from the airport to the um, isolation center yesterday, you can see that um, there's no activities whatsoever. And I had a conversation with the taxi uh, driver who told me that a lot of the um, taxi operators um, are in, out of business for well over a year. Most of the companies where they, they hire purchase their vehicles have uh, uh, repossessed the vehicles. So it must be enormous hardship on, on the citizens and you know, the tourism sector. So the situation with Canada uh, introducing this, this um, condition, harsh conditions on their citizens or anyone who travels to the Caribbean as well is going to exacerbate the, the, the problems on on on, um, on the um, economy. I was just, um, just about 15 minutes ago, I was looking at the, um, on TV, I saw the the National Emergency Operating Center, that is the NAOC on St. Kitts, which is the center that's responsible for COVID-19 uh, task force. They were given the update, the weekly update. And um, what was, what came out of the briefing was that uh, from, the inception of uh, COVID uh, from the lockdown and from the time, because there was a period that St. Kitts was completely locked down. I think from March last year until the 31st of October last year, there was zero, no, you know, there was no commercial activities going on. There was no flights, no cruise ships coming into St. Kitts. Borders were open on the 31st of, this, uh, of October last year. And then from there on, they saw a in, uh, significant increase in the number of locals, nationals, trying to return home who were stuck overseas. However, they have, they have since seen a significant decline, I guess perhaps because of the quarantine uh, uh, procedures and the cost that they have to bear. So they have seen a significant decline in the number of nationals wanting to come back and also tourists, because I mean, for a tourist to come to St. Kitts, and they have to quarantine for 14 days. How many days, how many weeks or days do they have?
2: So if you were a Canadian, you would arrive in St. Kitts. You'd have to quarantine for 14 days. Let's say yeah. you have a week afterwards in St. Kitts. And then you have to spend, go back to Canada and be quarantined again. So assuming you could even get there, you would end up with maybe 17 or 18 days of quarantine. Basically, you're paying to go to prison. And if it's $1200, <laughs> Plus food, and Canada charges you two thousand dollars plus food. It's going to cost you four thousand dollars approximately to go to prison. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I'm just wondering. You said bringing food. I'm just curious, since you are from Saint Kitts, is your family allowed to cook for you or leave the food someplace so you can eat uh, home cooked?
3: Yes, yes, they, yes, you can you can have home cooked food. The Family can cook, and they'll bring the food in a container and put it you know you uh, know drop it off. There's a drop off point. At, within the uh, facility, uh, the resort facility. And um, then, then the, the front desk is gonna call and then you go there and pick it up. So there is no contact. Uh, laundry service and all that has to be prearranged. I think, you know, we get that done. So there's no contact to the outside world pretty
0: much. Uh, and am if you the, the taxi driver. Now the taxi driver is an immediate contact you had. How is this taxi driver protected from you? When people think you may have COVID, very good, very good
3: question. Um, I was totally shocked to see the the you know the length uh, that they've gone to to try to protect the the driver. Um, they they you know the taxi are the you know there are a lot of mini buses like the Toyota buses and mini buses that sit about fourteen passengers. Yes. Not necessarily that you have to fill it up with people, but what they've done is. They've sealed off the cubicle where the driver is from the rest of the of the of the, the passenger uh, passenger passenger section in the back. So the driver, you have no contact with the driver. The only contact you have with the driver is when you're paying the driver. So I had to pay him cash, but he he has latest gloves on. He has on his mask. So he's in the cab in the in the in the driver's cab where you know in the front where he's driving. And I'm isolated from him in the back because there's a, a, a latest kind of sale that they have, you know, to separate us. And no air conditioning is used in the taxi. They have the windows wide open, so I'm not that hot. And but I can talk to him and he can he can also respond. I can hear him. So, like I said, the only contact we had was when I was going to pay him. And then when interestingly, when I got in the taxi after I put my log luggage in there. I saw him sanitizing the latex glove that he had on. And he also sanitized my hands. I had to sanitize my hands before he drove off from the airport. And when I got to the hotel, they, they sanitized my hand again. I got my luggage and then they sanitized my luggage before they pushed it into the hotel. So it's, you know, it's really, really um, it's uh, a, demanding, yeah, it's a demanding process. Yes. However, St. Kitts and Nevis. I think it's the best island in the world. I'm not. It's, there's no doubt about it. That's my home. It's the most beautiful place you can you can come to. You can enjoy. It's 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 heaven on earth, St Kitts and Nevis. And I'm sure Dr Dr Talo has visited St Kitts before, so he can testify yes, to that.
2: Yes, it's a very beautiful place. Um, as is Jamaica, but I uh, the whole Caribbean is quite beautiful. Um, and of course, uh, having you in St Kitts makes St Kitts even more beautiful. But uh, uh, how would you compare um, your experience leaving Jamaica and coming to Saint Kitts? Did you see a difference from one island to another? Were the Jamaicans absolutely? Was it a little freer in Jamaica, or is it the same types of protocols?
3: No, Jamaica was uh, was freer. Um, I was in Jamaica for over a year. I had the freedom to move around, um, and I. I see, you know, Jamaica is freer. Jamaica is significantly bigger than St. Kitts and the population is much, much larger. I mean, there's sure. over 3 million people in Jamaica and it's also over 50,000 people in St. Kitts and Nevis. So Jamaica is freer. Uh, so it was, you know, it was a complete uh, difference between what is what takes place in Jamaica and what is happening in St. Kitts and Nevis. Um, it's like nothing is happening here, but in Jamaica, it's not as as uh, evident that, you know, COVID is there because it's still the hustle and bustle of, uh, you know, um, a city yeah in Kingston, you know, businesses are happening and everything is going on in Jamaica. At the airport in Jamaica also, uh, I was, well, I don't know what it is like to check in here, but um, since I only came out of of customs on my arrival, uh, but in Jamaica, you just wear your mask when you're going into the airport and they, they check your temperature and um, you can go in and you, you, you check in and yeah. you have the freedom of movement around the airport. You just keep on your mask. The restaurants are open. The shops were open. You can, you know, just like normal times. Yes. But the only difference is that, you know, you, the, you hear over the um, information, the airport That's information cool. service that, you know, you should sanitize, you should maintain social distancing and keep on your mask. Yes. And that was it. It's Did really they,
2: interesting, uh, Jürgen. the number of differences between countries, as you know, in the United States, they're talking uh, today about no one will be allowed to take even a domestic flight without getting a COVID uh, test right before getting on the plane. Yeah, and no, the airlines are really scared. That could hurt them tremendously. Yeah, I'd like to I, I, I had,
3: I, Let me just add a quick one. I had an expe- the same experience because I came through Miami, from Kingston to to Miami. So I had to present my uh, negative COVID test
0: in Miami as well. Now, let me just give you some statistics I looked up. Uh, First of all, um, I think we haven't really clarified for everyone to understand where St. Kitts is. St. Kitts is an island. Actually, there are two islands that form, if I'm um, not correct here, St. Kitts and Nevis. What is one country under one jurisdiction in the Caribbean? And I think you yes. you can probably travel from one, kind, from one island to another very freely like you do here in Hawaii when you go to Maui, from Maui to Oahu or any of the other islands. Now, what is very interesting is the statistics in regards to COVID. Um, I'm absolutely amazed looking at the numbers. And of course you can say St. Kitts has, from what I see here, uh, 53,418 people. It's a small country, um, yeah. but if you compare the numbers per million, and these are really the numbers you need to compare to understand how significant the virus is spreading in areas or in countries, St. Navis, uh, and Saint Kitts is absolutely amazing. You have 693 cases out of a million. And there are not a million people, but I'm saying this, out, the number out of okay. a million. To give you some comparison here, Canada, we talked about Canada, has twenty thousand five hundred twelve. The United per, per million. Okay. Um, the United States. I don't even want to say it. Has eighteen thousand four hundred and eighty five. And and this number goes on and on and on. If you if you look at Germany, for example, you have twenty six thousand nine hundred and eighty five. And if you look at Jamaica, you have five thousand two hundred seventy three. What is extremely low compared to what it is in the United States, but it's 10 times as high as it is in St. Kitts. Now, yes. and, and of course so you really say St. Kitts. Yeah, and of course what I looked up, what's important for me here in Hawaii, that's where I live, how are the numbers here in Hawaii? And our number is in the United States, we're the best, but we're 18,802. And again, compare this with 693 in St. Kitts. So I, I think it's it's absolutely amazing how your government was able to keep this virus out of your islands and the job they're doing. Is there any tourism at all, or is this the only traffic you have are residents coming back? I mean, how, how was Kitts able to maintain this number? I mean, this is absolutely amazing. Yeah, it's,
3: it's, it's amazing. Um, I guess because, um, Perhaps, like I said again, I'm not, you know, the spokesperson for the government nor the tourism sector, but from observation as a as a citizen and you know following what the government has been doing over the last year, I think that they've they've done significantly well. They took control of uh, the situation um, earlier on. They're using the science to, you know, apply the protocols that um, has yielded uh, positive results for the country. Um, They have not been relentless in their efforts to uh, uh, enforce um, quarantine, you know, uh, compulsory isolation on arrival. I understand that um, since the uh, ports opened in in October of last year, the 31st of October last year, anyone who traveled home had to be quarantined for 14 days, even though you come with a negative uh, uh, COVID-19 test. And to add to that, before you leave quarantine, you have to pay for another test. So you have to take another test to exit the prison, if I must say. Yeah.
0: Now, do you see okay. any, I'm just curious, do you see any visitors still in St. Kitts? Are the hotels open uh, besides for locals coming back um, like, like you do and staying in quarantine? Um, is there any tourism movement of people who have the money and say, we're going to spend the money because this is the place we're going to be safe. I honestly
3: cannot answer that because I just came in yes. and I haven't been able to explore. All I came, I just came straight into my room and that's it. Well, I maybe, don't know if there's anyone here, you know. Well, You know what, maybe
2: we, and I, I think uh, Coyote, you didn't say, you're part of the military, am I am that correct? Poli- yes, I'm part of the military. Yes. So. Maybe when you get out of prison, quote, unquote, and back, we can call you in a week or two and yes. hear about your experiences. And, uh, you know, how does how does your country look to you a year and a half later um, in the world of COVID lockdowns? Because that would be fascinating to compare what you knew and what yes, you will see.
3: Right, I think that will be that will be ideal um, because, like I said, I didn't see anything, um, you know, driving from the airport yeah. here yesterday. So I really cannot tell you. However, I'm sure that there will be some people, those who have specific interests or they have something to do here, they probably will come through. And um, but I'm sure that the number is significantly low. They, I, I do not have the figures to say what the effect of um, COVID. Has been on the, on the economy of Saint Kitts and Nevis, but it goes without saying. I mean, you don't need to even look at the figures. You can you can look around and feel the atmosphere. It
0: is is
3: yeah. dead.
2: Yeah. No, so, and yeah. I think really, I think he really hit the nail on the head there. Um, figures tell one story, but people tell another story, and then the story is that uh, I wonder, you know, if Canada is not. Leading this, and this won't eventually happen to the United States in Europe will do the same thing. So I saw today that France has closed its borders for anyone other than from the EU. And so again, we're seeing you know a real turn down of the tourism industry.
3: Yes, indeed. And point to note, there has been no death in St. Kitts and Nevis No to death. David. Yes. And and maybe no death. I, I can... And I think at uh, At
0: present, there are 35 cases Also, Yeah, there are 35 cases, no death. I forgot to mention this in the statistics, what is also mean. Now I did look up the tourism website for St. Kitts, what you can see at stkittstourism.kn. And if you click on entry requirement, it actually, it it answers my question. And uh, maybe I can just for our benefit of our listeners, give you this rundown. Returning nationals, residents, um, a Caribbean single market economy member, certificates holders, and work permits um, are required to submit a required form and upload test. And this is exactly what you, I think, earlier explained. However, visitors yes. are welcome um, to uh, come to St. Kitts, but uh, with the same or similar very strengthened guidelines, visitors are right now, um, um, able to, to come in and quarantine. And there are seven resorts and you probably know them, I don't, uh, but let's let's mention them here. There's the Bird Rock Apartment Complex. There's the Koi Resort um, Choreo Collection by Hilton. There's Ocean's Edge. There's the Ocean's Terrace Inn. The, is it Owali Beach, Potworks and the Royal St. Kitts Hotels. And uh, when you arrive in St. Kitts, um, the day one to seven, um visitors are free to move about the hotel property and they interact with other guests they can interact with other guests in the hotel when they're there 18 uh, 8 to 14 days visitors will undergo an rt pcr test it costs 100 us dollars and uh, on day seven if the traveler's test is negative on day eight they are allowed through the hotel's tour tour desk to book selected excursions and access selected destination sites to visit. If they are there 14 days or longer, visitors will need to undergo an RT-PCR test on day 14. And if it's also negative, then visitors are free and they will be allowed to travel within St. Kitts and Navis. So that's the information I see on the St. Kitts tourism website right now.
3: Yeah, And that is correct. That is the ex- same information I had access to and the guidelines that I had to follow as well. Uh, oh, I think St. It's- Kitts and Nevis, um, as you were saying, you know, to give you a quick rundown on St. Kitts and Nevis, uh, Twin Island Federation, uh, St. Kitts is 68 square miles and Nevis is 38 square miles. Uh, St. Kitts is about uh, two and a half hours flight from Miami. St. Kitts is uh, east of um, Puerto Rico and not too far from Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands is between the Virgin Islands and Antigua, right there. Uh, is the northernmost, uh, one of the northernmost islands, the St. Kitts and Nevis Island in the Eastern Caribbean uh, chain of islands. Uh, population, like I mentioned earlier, is uh, about 53,000 uh, people. Um, significant to St. Kitts and Nevis, um, historic-wise, There's a lot of history behind St. Kitts and Nevis. You understand that um, it was the first island that the British landed when they were exploring the Western Hemisphere. Uh, Alexander Hamilton, which is the face on the 10 US dollar bill was born in Nevis. He was raised in Nevis. Uh, Thomas Jefferson, the third president of the United States, his grandfather's tomb is right here in St. Kitts and Nevis. And the history goes on, yeah. Yes, a matter
2: of fact, not only that, but in uh, St. Kitts, and Nevis were the first full-time Jewish schools in the Caribbean, and Alexander Hamilton went to one of those schools. In Nevis,
3: yeah, they had they yeah. had a Jewish community in Nevis. They have a yes. cemetery and all that. Yes. There was some yes. archaeological work that yes. was going on in San It's San Become a popular.
2: Well, it used to be, or maybe will become again, a popular tourism attraction, especially as many people are interested in Alexander Hamilton and his whole life, and that's very much uh, combined with Nevis. So maybe in the post-COVID world, we'll be able to go back and talk about those things.
0: Yes. You know, what, what, I, what I find interesting, um, besides talking about uh, St. Kitts, and I can see the pictures here, it is stunning. It's beautiful. So I, w- I just added this to my bucket list. I haven't been there yet, but uh, hopefully after COVID. <laughs> uh, but what, what is interesting to see is the pattern. The pattern um, when it comes to COVID um, outbreaks, in, on islands, and you can really see and compare any island in the world, islands are mostly able to protect themselves.
1: Some okay. do a better
0: job, some the job isn't all that good, but I have to say compared to just on a, on a quick note here, any islands, um, except perhaps for one of the very remote Pacific Island states where you really don't have tourism, um, where you cannot get to, St. Kitts seems to be the safest place on earth right now. And um, so congratulations uh, to your government and uh, to everyone being disciplined uh, to to make this happen. It's quite amazing. And, and this was an amazing,
2: uh, really nice conversation. Yes, it was. We really should have that again. So, Coyote, when you get out of your quarantine and go back into the army, take good care of St. Kitts for us. And we're going to be looking forward to coming and visiting you there
3: definitely sir and i look forward to uh, talking to you uh post quarantine period okay. and uh, i'll be able to give you uh full updates yes. as to what is going on within don't get cases. too bored stay well stay healthy <laughs> thank you sir <laughs> thank Bye-bye. you very much for having me and have a good good weekend All right, thank yes. you
2: bye Bye.